Welcome back, everybody. It's Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Newton, Kansas. That's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, big shout out first before we get oh, started. Yes. Big shout out to Michelle Ediger. Yeah. She brought these cute, cute, Eric. They're adorable. These cute, adorable stockings for Chip, Eric, and Allison. And uh, just full of all kinds of practical things. Now, I got to admit, I thought this one thing was lipstick, so I was a little confused. Yeah. But it's not lipstick. It's uh, chapstick. Chapstick. Yeah. So I'm going to put it on right now. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. Oh, wow. The best is that she got us lozenges. Oh, yeah. I think that's hilarious. Thank you. Yeah. You know we need them. Very practical. Um, Let me just cover this real quick. Okay. Uh, Michelle, great gift. Absolutely love it. Not here to criticize. The stocking, though, does not fit. I couldn't get it over my foot. So no. not as practical as maybe you wanted it to be. And Eric, I can't get it in my hand. No. My yeah. hand in it. I can't no. fit my hand you in cannot. it. So, you cannot. So well, that's all right. I just wish that Allison's would have had a candy cane and chocolate in it and not just lozenges and a chapstick. That's so crazy. Yeah, and, and that all the candy that there was no candy in it. Just these empty wrappers. <laughs> That's right. I don't know why there's empty wrappers in Allison's That's so strange, cute Michelle. I don't know what kind here. of message you're trying to get. Yeah. Eric's jealous of the color. I know that. Yes. Yes. Extremely Actually, nice. you know what? Phoebe would be jealous of this color. She, she would, would love that. Yeah. And she would put it on her foot. I'm excited, Eric. This is good. This is wonderful. Yeah. So thank you, Michelle. And we love you too. And we are very grateful yes. um, for how you've committed. Committed. She has been. She oh, is committed. Locked in. Yeah. 100%. And so cool. Love that. And she gives yeah. the absolute best questions. Oh, she, oh and yeah. And takes wonderful notes. And just so proud of you, Michelle. She is a student. Really cool. Student yes. of the word. That's right. That's we, what you are. We love it. Speaking of student of the word, Eric, today mm. is day 364. Wow. You want to just quit today? Let's just stop today. Stop today? Yeah, we'll just stop today. Well, we could. I think Allison might be upset. <laughs> Many people would be upset. (laughs) Maybe. And we're going to read Revelation chapter 17 through chapter 19, verse 10. One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said, and I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her, and the people who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. So the angel took me in the spirit into the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns, and blasphemies against God were written all over it. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand she held a goblet, a gold goblet full of obscenities and the impurities of her immorality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead, Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I could see that she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witnesses for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. Why are you so amazed? The angel asked. I will tell you the mystery of this woman and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns on which she sits. The beast you saw was once alive but now isn't. And yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. And the people who belong to this world, whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made, will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. This calls for a mind with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen. The sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come, but his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast that was, but no is no longer, is the eighth king. 
He is like the other seven, and he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together they will go to war against the lamb, but the lamb will defeat them because he is the lord of all lords and the king of all kings. And he is called and chosen and faithful ones and his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Then the angel said to me, The waters where the prostitute is ruling represents masses of people from every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh, and burn her remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their minds, a plan that will carry out his purposes. They will agree to give their authority to the scarlet beast, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. After all this, I saw another angel come down from heaven with great authority, and the earth grew bright with his splendor. He gave a mighty shout, Babylon has fallen. The great city has fallen. She has become a home for demons. She is a hideout for every foul spirit, a hideout for every foul vulture, and every foul and dreadful animal. For all the nations have fallen because of the wine of her passionate immorality. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her. Because of her desires for extravagant luxury, the merchants of the world have grown rich. Then I heard another voice calling from heaven. Come away from her, my people. Do not take part in her sins, or you will be punished with her. For her sins are piled as high as heaven, and God remembers her evil deeds. Do as to her as she has done to others. Double her penalty for all her evil deeds. She brewed a cup of terror for others, so brew twice as much for her. She glorified herself and lived in luxury. So match it now with torment and sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I'm queen on my throne. I'm no helpless widow, and I have no reason to mourn. Therefore, these plagues will overtake her in a single day, death and mourning and famine. She will be completely consumed by fire, for the Lord God who judges her is mighty. And the kings of the world who committed adultery with her and enjoyed her great luxury will mourn for her as they see the smoke rising from her charred remains. They will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will cry out, how terrible, how terrible for you, O Babylon, you great city. In a single moment, God's judgment came on you. Well, the merchants of the world will weep and mourn for her, for there is no one left to buy their goods. She brought great <coughs> quantities of gold, silver, jewels, and pearls, fine linen and purple, silk, and scarlet cloth, things made of fragrant thion, wood, ivory goods, and objects made of expensive wood, and bronze, iron, and marble. She also brought cinnamon, spices, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, wagons, and bodies, that is, human slaves. The fancy things you love so much are gone, they cry. All your luxuries and splendor are gone forever, never to be yours again. The merchants who become wealthy by selling her these things will stand at a distance, terrified by her, by her great torment. They will weep and cry out, How terrible, how terrible for that great city. She was clothed in finest purple and scarlet linens, decked out with gold and precious stones and pearls, in a single moment, all the wealth of the city is gone. And all the captains of the merchant ships and their passengers and sailors and crews will stand at a distance. They'll cry out as they watch the smoke ascend and they will say, Where is there another city as great as this? And they will weep and throw dust on their heads and show their grief. And they will cry out, How terrible, how terrible for that great city. The ship owners became wealthy by transporting her great wealth on the seas. In a single moment, it's all gone. Rejoice over her fate, O heaven and people of God and apostles and prophets, for at last God has judged her for your sakes. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a huge millstone. 
He threw it into the ocean and he shouted, Just like this, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down with violence and will never be found again. The sound of harps, singers, flutes, and trumpets will never be heard in, your, in you again. No craftsmen and no trades will ever be found in you again. The sound of the mill will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The happy voices of brides and grooms will never be heard in you again. For your merchants were the greatest in the world, and you deceived the nations with your sorceries. In your streets flowed the blood of the prophets and of God's holy people, and the blood of people slaughtered all over the world. After this, I heard what sounded like a vast crowd in heaven shouting, Praise the Lord! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God. His judgments are true and just. He's punished the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality. He has avenged the murder of his servants. And again, their voices rang out. Praise the Lord! The smoke from that city ascends forever and ever. Then 24 elders and the four living beings fell down and worshiped God, who was sitting on the throne. They cried out, Amen! Praise the Lord! And from the throne came a voice that said, Praise our God, all his servants, all who fear him, from the least to the greatest. Then I heard again what sounded like the shout of a vast crowd, or the roar of a mighty ocean waves, or the crash of loud thunder. Praise the Lord! For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice, and let us give honor to him. For the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb, and his bride has prepared herself. She has been given the finest of pure white linen to wear, for the fine linen represents the good deeds of God's holy people. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words that come from God. Then I fell down at his feet, worshipped him, but he said, No, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers and sisters, who testify about their faith in Jesus, worship only God. For the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. And, and that, that is, is our, our reading, reading today. today. Okay. Well, that is our reading today. It is. It's the last studio reading of the year, Chip. It is, Eric. Our last reading. That is correct. On day 364. Many of you have already heard our last reading. Because you were there live when we read it yep. at the party. And you cheered and clapped and went crazy. It was insane. It was, hoisted it was up, wild. us up on your shoulders. Yeah, we had to call that security. Dump that big thing of Gatorade on Chip. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was crazy. Well, yeah, I'm glad it was orange. Yeah, I just wish it would have been, you know, not 10 years old. Well, yeah, that too. But, but anyway, sorry. we read this last studio reading with two questions in mind. What's this tell us about God and what's this tell us about ourselves? So, Chip, what's this tell us about God? This tells me, and I love this. Mm -hmm. I really love this I'm about ready. God. This tells me that God calls out evil. Mm -hmm. He calls it for what it is. Like, bring it on. Yeah. You know, I love that. Like, that's our God. Yeah. He, he's not intimidated. He's not afraid. He's not worried. You know, he's like, bring it on. This is who you are. This is who I am. And this is what's going to happen to you mm -hmm. because you're evil and you will be punished. And he just calls it out, takes it on. No fear, no worry, no anxiety, which means we should also feel that way as believers. Yes. No fear, no worry, yep. no anxiety. Victory belongs to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because, you know, praise the Lord, the elders, the angels, praise the Lord. He is victorious. And, and we have the victory. He purchased our victory for us. And, and we are victorious. And we need to claim it, proclaim it, proclaim it, live it, and love it. And shout it out by what we say and what we do, because God calls out evil. He wins over evil, and he's not intimidated, and neither should we. I love that. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, what's this say about us? This says a lot more about God than it does about us, yeah. if I'm being honest with you. That's true. But one thing that it does say about us is, you know, us being the human race here, um, we are infatuated with evil. Um, you know, when this horrible prostitute dies, the world weeps. Yeah. Um, and so I just think, like, man, the world, the world is so corrupted that it weeps for the destruction of evil. Yeah. And, you know... I just think that man, we can we can fall into that today. We can, as believers in Jesus, we can be so off that we weep when evil is evicted, right? Yeah. Um, but the world that we live in is so infatuated with the darkness that it makes perfect sense to me that they would rail against us as as children of the light. So, yeah. uh, and that is what we see in the Book of Revelation. We're coming to the culmination of this where the battle between good and evil is going to explode and um, we're finally going to see the end of all evil um, for all of history, for all of eternity. So that is what this says about us. Now Chip had to run away because the doorbell's ringing, but we are very proud of all of you. We're Super excited to finish the year with you. I cannot believe that it's already over. We are also very excited to start the new year with you. It's going to be so, so good to get into um, reading with friends and having lots of guests and hearing, uh, you know, more perspectives on stuff and multiple voices, literally multiple voices, reading scripture. And so we're just pumped. We are so excited for next year for Chip and Eric and friends. And um, yeah. And we here comes Chip again. We'll see what he has to say about anything. What do you have to say about anything, Chip? Was that more stuff for Harvest Church? I'm not sure, Harry. Okay, uh, it's the First Baptist Church. But anyway, hey, I uh, I was just talking about how excited we are for next year. Oh yes, <laughs> we are very excited. It's going to be great. Can't wait to have all our friends join us. It's I know, so good. All right, okay, everybody. Well, this has been a lot of fun, and um. This is, like Eric said, our final studio recording for this year. So crazy. Season two. Yeah, we'll start season three soon. Yeah, two days. Yeah. (laughs) All right, hey, proud of you guys. Go invite a bunch of people to join you for next year. Um, this, the reading plan that we're doing next year will really like, you know, everyone says, oh, I'm getting bogged down in Leviticus. Oh, that won't be an issue next year. Hmm. Um, so get excited. And we're not taking out Leviticus. No, right. (laughs) We're reading every, every verse, every word of the scriptures still, but just in a different way. So backwards. Backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Chip just turned around in his chair. All right. All right.